0: And now, here's your host, Sheila White.
1: Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode with Gifted with Sheila White. I am so excited today, man. I tell you, I want you to call a friend, get a pen, get ready to be inspired because the gentleman that I have with me today is a person that has a unique gift. And we talk to people with different gifts in health and in education, entertainment, arts, relationship, spirituality and business. But this person today, I'm telling you, he is the man that has the mostest, okay. He is, he's, he's packing the heat as they say. And you know what, Um, I'm just so grateful that you guys tuned in today for this empowering information. This is going to be a power hour today for sure, for sure. And I want you to Call someone, let them know that you're listening to Gifted with Sheila White today, and we have an exciting celebrity guest with us today. I mean, I'm pumped up. I didn't even have any coffee or caffeine, you all. I am so excited because sometimes you can meet people and they, you people get confused with the length of friendship and the, and the strength of friendship. When I met this individual, he has a strength in his friendship and is as if I had known him for a long time. So don't get it twisted. The length. And the strength are two different things when it comes to friendship. And that's how I feel about this gentleman on today. But before we get into today's conversation, I would like for you to share this podcast with your family and friends for new content each week. Listen, when we come back. We are gonna be talking to Mr. Homer Bryant, this gentleman that inspires, he uplifts, he entertains audiences around the world. We're gonna talk to him about his journey and the lessons he's learned when we come back.
0: Have you ever thought of yourself as a TV star? The host of your own television show, someone who delivers meaningful content to a global audience. Are you ready to amplify your life? JD3 TV will greenlight your new show right now. And you don't need a Hollywood agent, you don't need a lot of money, and you can even be new to producing. When we greenlight your show, we will provide you with all the tools you need to produce it quickly and easily. And then you will have a
2: series on one of the newest, most exciting streaming platforms in the world. Sign
0: up for JD3 TV today. Become a part of our global community, and we will greenlight your show. Discovering Your Uniqueness discusses the tale of two worlds, the earthly world intertwined with the spiritual world. Sheila White takes you by the hand and walks with you on a transformation journey to live your best purpose-driven life. You'll find your moments of clarity as you harness the power of purpose. Sheila White will help you raise your energy to a higher level as you tune in, tap in, and turn up your vibrational frequency of thought. Each chapter will leave you with many thought-provoking anecdotes that counteract those stumbling blocks of negativity and fear of failure. Sheila White will help you on your journey of expanding your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of how discovering your uniqueness is vital. This book is a must-read for those who seek tremendous results in your personal, business, and spiritual lives. Discovering your uniqueness is the key to unleashing the seeds of greatness planet inside of you at birth. Allow the you on your chest to shine bright and illuminate the planet because of your unique gift.
1: My guest today is the owner and founder and director of the Chicago Multicultural Dance Center located right here in Chicago, Illinois. It is a non-for-profit organization. Mr. Homer Bryant is listed and recognized in the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. And he has traveled all over the world with the Hipplet Ballet Dancers, which he created because of the blend of dance styles. He has appeared on Good Morning America, America's Got Talent, and numerous other television and radio media outlets. His accolades and accomplishments are really just too numerous to mention, but he has been through many tests and trials through the years but he has never given up despite everything that he has gone through he has remained strong and courageous and he has pushed through so many different barriers that were in the way and he has succeeded against the odds he is beautiful to watch as he's training dancers and things and he's nobody to play with y'all so don't play play with Mr. Homer Bryant okay he has locked down direction and that's what I love about him in the midst of different distractions that are out there. And he's managing his miracle. He is a flame of ambition with his extraordinary achievements. He is an innovator and cultural icon, and he empowers dancers to unlock their potential. Welcome, welcome, Mr. Bryant to the show. Wow, Sheila! So good to see you, and thank you for having me. It's been a long time. Yes, yes. You know, I am. I am just really excited today because I want to do a little bit go into your backstory because I know as we talked the last time uh, a little while ago, you were talking about growing up in a certain area and and uh, how it was for you as a child growing up. Tell us a little bit about your background and the early influence of dance.
2: I am from Saint Thomas Virgin Islands. So as a kid growing up, my mother had a black and white television in the living room. (laughs) And what I was looking at, I would see Sammy Davis Jr. I would see Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and Gene Kelly. And I would see them moving. And I would say, I can do that. I could do that. So I was (laughs) knocking furniture down and knocking the lamps down and just dancing around the living room. I found that that was
1: nurturing for me. And I had this passion for movement. Mm -hmm. That's where it started as a kid. And, you know, you said black and white television. You tell kids nowadays and they'll be like, television was not in color. It's like, yeah, yeah, black and white television. And even some of those names that you mentioned, you know, Fred Astaire and all of them. You know, we were looking earlier at a little piece of um, singing in the rain when we had our, our yeah. meeting and uh, just watching him flow and how he moves and, you know, was singing in the rain, even in the rain. You know, it's just really amazing. He's an awesome dancer and an an awesome person as you, you know, look back over the years, but you know, you actually have fused different types of dance styles. I mean, I know ballet was one of the dance styles that you worked with, but you had a way of blending different styles of dance. Now, how did that come about? And actually why? Because a lot of people were threatened that you put a little seasoning into it.
2: (laughs) When I opened my school back in the nineties, I was not getting a lot of African-American kids, kids of color, brown and black children. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be all inclusive. So Mm. I decided to put rap and ballet together. Mm. So I took my dancers, I would go into the public schools and we would sing the rap ballet. My name is Homer. I'm here to say I am the guru of the rap ballet. The ballet puts your body in touch with your mind and the rap beat keeps you stepping in time. When you study ballet, it's like taking a test. It involves a whole lot of medicine. I would do things to make the kids think. And then I would begin to rap the whole ballet terminology as my Mm. dancers dance. Wow. But I realized just like when some teachers teach math and science and they're Mm. rapping, the kids became engaged and involved Mm. because it was something that they could understand.
1: Wow. And you're talking about black and brown children. That's yes. that. That was yes. when you see ballet or think of ballet, you don't usually think about those cultures as a history with ballet.
2: No, you don't. Being a product of Arthur Mitchell and the dance theater of Harlem, that's where I came from. That was my mm-hmm. mentor. When mm-hmm. I moved to Chicago and decided to open my own school, I mm-hmm. was trying to bring black and brown kids to the fold. Mm. Now, trust me, back in the day, I had a lot of white kids. Yeah. So I was trying yeah. to do something from my culture. I was trying to show these kids that. Through the discipline of dance and especially ballet, you're working both hemispheres of the brain.
1: Wow, wow. That's
2: food for thought. The distance between reality and your dreams is action. Mm. So that's what I decided to take this action. And the same way Arthur Mitchell did with us in New York and Harlem, he made us believe in our our abilities and Mm. in ourselves. I said to myself, if Mr. Mitchell could do that in New York and Harlem, I could do it in Chicago.
1: Well, you know, how did you deal with the different criticisms and things? Because you're taking away from the traditional style well, of ballet. Well, you know, you're talking people... about hip play. Yeah, yeah. So
2: I, I started rapping ballet, right? Uh-huh. And uh, people would get upset. But it was not until I fused <laughs> all this ballet culture with hip play, hip hop and ballet. And I oh. got a trademark on the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people yeah. started coming for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But my thing was, I was staying relevant.
1: Okay. Don't forget okay.
2: rap had changed to hip hop.
1: Mm, okay. So
2: that's why I call it hip play mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, Hip hop mm-hmm.
2: and ballet. Wow, wow. And now uh, we fuse those two things together. The girls have to be technically strong and mm. we have some amazing teachers here. Mm-hmm. Uh we teach traditional ballet. Okay. And then we take and we put the latin on it, the jazz on it, the african on it. We we make it our own. Y'all season it up. We bring it home. We <laughs> you give put the you I put the seasonings that, on exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> I said to people, we're trained in tradition, but we're dipped in versatility.
1: Mm. Wow. Now, h- how did you deal with that? Because, you know, coming to the United States from another place, wasn't that intimidating? Because that was a big leap to do that.
2: Absolutely. When I, it was, you know what? I came from the Virgin Islands, and mm. I came up to this big, big place, New York, right? Wow. wow. It was intimidating. But I had, mm. I had a village because of Arthur Mitchell. Because Mm. after Martin Luther King was assassinated, Martin Mitchell decided to start the Dance Day of Harlem. Oh. Yes. Mm. He had a contract in Brazil to work with some Brazilian kids. And when that was over, he came back to Harlem and he Mm -hmm. said, why am I traveling so far away? I need to open my own school in Harlem and bring these kids in. And I was in the right place at the right time. Mm. And I joined the Dance Day of Harlem.
1: Wow. All my ballet
2: knowledge came from this gentleman, this great, great man.
1: Wow. Wow. At the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing. You know, it, 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 it's, it, you know, the training that you have had to go through. I mean, how long did it, does it take to train to be a part of the Hiplet? Because it's just not people having a dream. Oh, I'm going to be a ballet dancer. Some started four and five and they start early. But how, how, how long does it take to be a part of Hitler? Because that's a different thing. You got people that yeah. can do hip hip hop, they can dance, they're doing Absolutely. all this, but they don't know anything about ballet. That takes oh, a different yes, form. Yes. A lot of kids started
2: three and, and they get into the teenage years and then boys come into their lives or girls or whatever and, they, and their mindset is not focused. I wow. tell you kids, it takes years of practice, concentration, hard work, love, and determination it will mm. develop placement strength and individual style, but it's not recommended for every girl child. Why is it not? Because some kids are lazy. Some kids don't want to stay focused. Some kids are not determined. They don't look through that tunnel and yeah. see their destination.
1: Wow. Wow. And so work they, on
2: the journey to get there.
1: Even though their parents are paying this money and they start them out young. And like you said, they don't have a focus. So they're, it's not for them. So no, they, you, get they get distracted.
2: Wow. You can see the kids with tunnel vision.
1: Mm. never leave them
2: wow and my thing is we have a famous saying around here it's slightly uncomfortable mm. that's the work mm. that's yeah. the day that's the process and wow get used to it because life will be slightly uncomfortable wow. so if you tell yourself it's slightly uncomfortable you can manage yourself mm. and you know you can that- say it's hurt in my school you cannot say it hurt it's the whole way <laughs> hurt no 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 it's slightly uncomfortable get used to it
1: And you know what? And and when you're in the school and you're seeing how people are bending and different things, you're like, I didn't even know the joints could go that direction. It looks like it hurts. But, you know, the expression on the on the girl's face, they're just like, okay, this is just a part of it. But when you when you talk about let's talk a minute about that focus, because um, when a person doesn't have the focus, how do you get them back on track because you know the parents want them to do it and they may want to at a certain point in time but it's so easy for them to let go when they feel the slightly uncomfortable how if you see that raw talent there and you know that they've got it you know how do you how do you help them to push past the distractions so that they can get to that goal to that place that they can one day be able to dance on stages around the world
2: and we have had a lot little- of Many, many kids like that. And mm. you know what I said? Take a month off. Take a break.
1: Oh. Or
2: do other things. Okay. And you know what? Okay. They miss it and they come back. Wow. They wow. miss it terribly and they come back. Mm. Because mm. it's in their blood and you can see it. You can feel it. But mm. they just need to step away from it. And try it. Okay, go try other things.
1: Try other things. Yeah. Try other things. Yeah.
2: Try, so What it, else do you like? What's your plan B, A, B, C, D? But they always
1: come back. Have another plan. So, you know, it it takes a certain amount of strength and balance for a dancer. And if they just don't have that, not so much of the distractions, but if they just don't have that, what's really needed, do you encourage them to just hang in there and keep pushing? Or would you just say, you know what, this may not be for you? You know, I mean. We have have
2: rarely said that to a kid.
1: Wow. Because we
2: see the passion. We We have to step aside, take a month or two off and come back. Okay. Before a month or two is over They're back. I miss this so much. Mm, I I really want to do that. But here's the wonderful thing about being in a school like this. Chicago Multicultural Dance Center. We play ballet music. We play Mm. rap music. We play hip-hop music. I I play Duke Ellington. I play Beyonce. But we're doing the ballet steps to all of these different artists. Oh, wow. We stay relevant with the kids so they don't feel like they're disconnected from their their lives when they leave out of here. It's what they're accustomed to. Wow. So they're learning the ballet terminology and the Mm -hmm. discipline of ballet Mm -hmm. through a Beyonce song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And then we put on piano classical ballet music and you Mm. do the same steps. Or somebody comes in and beat the African drums. Wow. And they're doing the ballet steps to the African drums. Mm -hmm. So so it's Mm -hmm. a whole, is that whole, it's us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That black and brown experience. We don't leave anything out.
1: Wow, it's inclusive. You know, now, what about the discipline? Because they may have the talent, they may have the focus, but then some kids are just gonna, you know, party like it's 1999, as they (laughs) they used to say back in the day. Let's talk about the discipline of a dancer, because a lot of times people, like a basketball player or sports, you know, they have talent, but they don't know how to discipline themselves outside of that dance theater, outside of the classroom. Um, when I talked to you before, you were saying about your personal discipline that you have as a regime of things that you do after you danced and things like that. Let's address that a little bit because people that are aspiring to do this, these are things that could be an asset to them if they get it early in their careers.
2: I don't drink. I don't smoke. My <laughs> body is my instrument. Uh huh. I'm a health food nut. I I I do wheatgrass and spir- spirulina and 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 greens and vegetables. I eat the mm. rainbow.
1: mm, So
2: mm. I lead by example, and the kids see me eating carrot sticks and celery, and drinking my swamp water that I call it because it's spirulina, you know. Yeah, yeah. All all those mixed greens, vegetables, and and then they start to try it, and then they realize it's not so bad. And it's funny because at seventy two, come on now, (laughs) (laughs) some some of my peers are looking much worse. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. so every day, that's their problem. I would go back to the hotel, soak in the bathtub,
1: mm-hmm, take care mm-hmm. of the
2: instrument.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
2: is the house that you live in. You only get one.
1: Yes, you don't yes, care, yes. Take
2: care of this. Where mm-hmm. you're going to live?
1: Mm, so, wow. So, this
2: is it. This is that's, it. So my health yes. is important to me. Mm, so I'm wow. still teaching and demonstrating at 72. Wow. And
1: carrying on. And this is true, folks, because he looks better than some 30 and 40 year olds. I We were just like, what? You can't be 72. I mean, his body is Absolutely. an instrument. Literally, it is an instrument. Absolutely. And 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 it's amazing because a lot of times when people get past 65 or the stage of retirement, their bodies start to look like that. And they figure just let go. And, and uh, it happens as it happens. You're going to have yeah, heart true, disease right. and high blood pressure and all these things. You might as well just live life to the fullest now because you only have so much time. But you literally take this instrument. Instrument serious. is. I mean, this is a creation that has been given to you and the gifting and you take it so serious until what you put into it makes yeah, a absolutely. difference and for I, that I performance. I
2: feed myself at the cellular level, mm. not at the muscular level at my age. we got to feed okay. the cells. That's mm. why all the nutrients from the wheatgrass and all these uh, vitamins, whatever I take, it goes mm-hmm. to the cellular level. Wow. The bones, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah. just, I'm not trying to have a, a six pack. Right, right. I listen to Tupac.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's really interesting because you know, the, like I said, the, the the condition that you have yourself in. You're you're you you are actually able to show the, the dancers how to move. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's not like you're just walking and just you know, uh-huh. you have you have teachers in the school, but you're actually able to show them. I leave by what,
2: example, I can still kick and carry on and turn and jump. Uh, right. And, it, and, it, and that, that is amazing. amazing.
1: You have not retired, you have refired your life. Exactly. 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 <laughs> and all of the sales and things I know are saying thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us yes. to help you yes. to be yes. better. And it's really important because when we talk about this the discipline of dance, a lot of people... In different areas of life, they're talented, but they don't know about the discipline of how to keep themselves going, you know, how to push past the odds of the aches and the pains, even when they have an injury. Um, you heal faster when you're giving your body what it needs. The body, they say Absolutely. heals itself, but if you're yeah. helping it in ways that you should, giving it the nutrients, putting that the right things into those cells, yeah. it does make a difference. And so it just speaks to the excellence that you have and, and, and the discipline when you're training. If those students are open to learning more, not just the dance, but just learning about the discipline and the art and how to take care of the instruments, that's going to help them go a long way because you don't see a lot of dancers at that age, you know, a lot of times they just stop. They don't continue on. You know, I know that one time um, Eliza Minnelli was a great dancer and things like that. And now I know her health has declined a, a lot. But you know, it's important. Even Fred Astaire, when he got older, he was still able to do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so it does mean a lot to take care of the discipline, you know, in the body and things like that. Now, I just want to just kind of sidetrack a little bit because um, as great as you are, there are other people that have recognized this. And I'm talking about in Washington, D.C., the Smithsonian. Let's talk a little bit about that. It's not every day that you get a chance to uh, people get a chance to meet someone that's in the Smithsonian um, to have a an opportunity, but how did that opportunity come about? That's phenomenal.
2: It is, and I got a phone call one day, and <laughs> and and said they they said I want to interview you for the Smithsonian, and I was totally <laughs> flabbergasted. Like, are you kidding me? Yes, Mr. Bryant, are you, we've been following your career. You need to be in the Smithsonian, and then they interviewed me, and the rest is history. I was I was truly surprised. Wow. A couple more, like 50 more years I'll be in. But like this is like, and it's such an honor, really. Wow.
3: It just wow. came out of
2: the blue. So wow. people out there thinking about me and talking about us, you know. Wow. The good wow. work we do here. So that's, it was a shock to me.
1: And, and and that is really amazing. That is really amazing because someone recognized your talent and things because a lot of times people get into the Smithsonian for doing something so grand and you know, yeah, marching yeah. like King and and all these great speakers, orators out there. And and you got in there because of your talent because of your talent and the impact that you have been making on the world and speaking, and speaking of that, but your impact. And speaking of that, let's go a little bit about when, you know, when it was so, when it was kind of not so known, you know, Hipplett was not so known and then someone, you know, found out about you and they put you on a blast as far as on social media. Let's talk just a little bit about that journey. Here's the thing in 2005, Universal circus that does the those
2: Washington Park came to yes. me and uh, they had seen my rap ballet and they said, you know what, we would like to teach one of your black ballerinas some aerial work. Oh my now, could you when she comes down, could you do all this hip hip oh, uh, rap my. ballet stuff? Yeah. And that's yes. when I changed it from rap to hip play.
1: Okay, okay from yeah.
2: rap ballet to hip play. Mm-hmm. And and they trained the, the young lady and uh she travels with them and uh and oh. then yeah. Uh, so Ballerinos, a Brazilian uh, company, started yeah. dissing, dissing us. And mm. then BuzzFeed picked up Hipley. We went Uh-oh. viral. Wow.
1: wow. 25
2: million views. The next thing you know, Good Morning America flew us into New York.
1: Wow. Wow. 100
2: million views. We got a call from Germany. They flew us to Germany to the Mercedes-Benz Museum to shoot a commercial for Mercedes-Benz. Mm. Wow. With went to Seoul, South Korea. Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, back to Seoul. I've been to Seoul, South Korea three times. Wow. Ballerinas are rock stars in Seoul, South Korea.
1: Oh, my so goodness. Because
2: somebody was dissing us and mm. putting us down, the universe mm. appreciating what we do mm. has given us
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: This, this, this journey. Yeah. We're, we're totally enjoying it.
1: And, you know, it's, it's it's it seems like it's just uh, magical or it's just like, a, you know, a Disney lot of a storybook or something like that. And I know the journey has not been easy, but at the same time, you know, we talk about how, you know, the universe just has a place. What's going to happen is going to happen. Yes. Let me just ask you a little bit about, about uh, faith in yourself. Or is there a belief system that you have that, hey, no matter what happens, I'm going to have a good day. Today is a good day and tomorrow is going to be even better. You know, let's talk a little bit about the inner pushing of, of of something greater than yourself because things just don't happen. They happen just and things happen just for you because of the fact that um, there's somebody looking over you. I mean, I just know it because you couldn't have gone as far as you have with things happening the way that it has from where you came from being of African descent to 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 scale the way that you have to get into the Smithsonian institute to be on national television for other places and countries to say we want him he's the it guy you know that that's working and 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 the thing that you have done, tearing down these barriers because traditional ballet has not been people of color. That has not been the foundation. When you see a ballet, the Nutcracker, there's all you know mostly Caucasians up there from years ago. So here you come, you know, with your bad self, you know, breaking down the barriers <laughs> and doing it gracefully. I want to know um, about that inner, that's that strength on the inside. What pushes you? Who motivates you to keep going because there are people saying he's 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 doing something bad to to the tradition of ballet. You know, you got those critics. But even despite the disrupting, even though those critics are talking loud, you don't let them get to you. Where does that strength come from? There's an old African proverb. It goes like
2: this plan with a purpose, Mm. prepare with a prayer yes proceed with positivity mm. and pursue with persistence that is hip
1: oh my that oh is hip
2: and we wow. tell this to the kids every day and we don't look back because mm. it's our dream it's a feel good chicago story it's what <laughs> we do with what we do you know what i'm saying it's yes. us making a difference in other people's lives and wow food for thought
1: wow wow
2: too much for some people they're not your people too much for some people they're not your people Wow. So we put our blinders on and mm-hmm. we do what we have to do. Wow. wow. It's entertaining, it's invigorating, mm. it's edutainment. Mm.
1: You Entertain
2: mm. and you educate at the same time. And that's wow. what we do.
1: And you bring all these flavors. I mean you bring like the spiritual dances in and you oh, bring God. you bring the African dances oh, in there Latin. and the Latin and you bring all of those. Yes. 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 Man, that's amazing. It's got us. <laughs> <laughs> and the people. And that's why you're impacting people because you are, are are just everywhere doing something where everybody can relate to. It's not a one yes. person that can't come and be touched. And
2: it's all inclusive.
1: Yes, it's inclusive. No. They're, they're touched by the volume of what you do. You turn up the volume when you step out. When those girls step out on the stage, you turn up the volume. But not only the girls, I know that the boys dance. Talk a little bit about that. Yes. Let's talk about the we boys. Have- I know you have camps and things. Four or five hip-hop men. We have mm. four or five
2: heels girls. Mm. So When the ballerinas are doing hip-lay on the point shoe, the heel girls are doing hip-hop in stiletto. The, stilettos. Ooh. the Ooh. guys are doing hip-hop in their sneakers. It's such a, it's a mind-blowing show. It's oh amazing. And there's a little bit something for everybody.
3: Wow. And we sick. get
2: phone calls and emails all the time from African-American ladies. Mm. I wish you were around when I was young.
1: Wow. Wow. That's Some teachers
2: have told them ballet was not for them.
1: I mean, mm. was a black teacher. Mm. Okay. Wow. was not an
2: African-American teacher. Mm. <laughs> you should wow. try sports. You should try tap. Ballet is not for you. This, I, mm. if I I hear this over and over and over.
1: Wow. Wow. That That is just amazing. You know, all the great experiences, not only the places you've traveled with, the team that you have what has been the most memorable because you talk about the guys come out and in they in their sneakers and things and then hear the the stiletto dancers come out and then the points all of this happening it's something to see but what has been one of the most memorable would you say over the years because um the audience is wild they're wild by just you all showing up but for you personally what well, is I mean, that personally? Been? I think it's, it's
2: it's when you go outside and you sign in autographs. Mm. And you see that you have inspired a little kid. Okay. Their Mm. eyes are so wide open, whether it's a little boy or a little girl. And you know you have changed their lives for the rest of their lives.
1: Wow. Wow. for me,
2: is very powerful. I I had a daughter that was born with cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. Alexandra never walked, talked, or crawled.
1: Wow. She told me she
2: would be dead at five. She lived to be 28.
1: Wow.
2: I would bring this child in her wheelchair to ballet class. When the music was on, she would move her little fingers.
3: Mm. And I would
2: tell the kids, you see, there's a dancer in there. This is where I would tell them, don't ever tell me you can't. Mm. This is where I would say, you need to tell me it's slightly uncomfortable. Wow. That's wow. Where that started. Up to wow. this day. And she passed away in 2010. Mm. I tell the kids about Alexandra and I tell them it's slightly uncomfortable. I give them that Alexandra story. But to see a kid after a show, mm. like, Wide eye because they just saw some magic on stage, and don't forget Mm. this is lights and camera and scenery changes. Yes, yes, light drops and it's it's just Mm. amazing. It just sucks them in.
1: Wow, wow, visual such a visual. Wow. And, uh, and uh, just a, just a multimedia event, so to yes, speak and yes, everything. Yes, 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 yes. You know, you talked about the age of, you know, starting out young when um, I was at your studio one time and I saw a little, like maybe a one 15 month old, just a little baby barely in the walker with the little hard shoes on. And I'm just thinking the baby's there just to be there. You are actually working with this baby with her ankles and feet. stretching and flexing and pointing her
2: feet. That's where you get them going. And you know what, that same little baby right now, is that say flex and point? she
1: do this with her foot. Oh <laughs> her my goodness. Oh, absolutely. Wow. That, absolutely. Is, that, that just blew my mind because I'm thinking <laughs> you had to be at least three or four years old. When I saw that little baby, can't talk or anything and just smiling and bubbly and in the little stroller just moving around and I thought, uh, that baby's not going to be a baby. If you prepare them,
2: you know what I'm saying. If you prepare, them, yeah.
1: Here. And so that it's I thought baby. was so awesome because there, like you said, there's a dancer in there, you know. And and she was just happily bouncing around. She's the cutest little girl. And I and when I saw you working, you said you work with the ankles and work with the feet and strengthening them. I'm like, that is amazing because you uh-huh. you you recognize just like you said, there's a dancer there. No matter if there's a handicap or uh-huh. or something, uh-huh. you recognize movement. You know what I'm saying? Movement. And yes. and that's what's so beautiful about what you do and the people you impact, because even people with a disability can be inspired. Yeah. Well,
2: we have had quite a few disabled dancers here and we, we just work with them. Oh we my just goodness. Wow. The space between your ears is the ultimate computer.
1: Mm. Wow. Now the laptop, wow.
2: is not your cell phone, it's the space mm. between your ears.
1: Mm. And wow. that's what you wow. get
2: people to use and remember.
1: Wow. Now, you know, with the old form of of, of ballet, you know, the classical ballet, we sit like that. um, There's not a lot of diversity. Why do you think that is? It was just because it wasn't their time, the people that were running it, even though they felt like they were being inclusive, bringing anyone in. Why do you think it was so took so long for for the black and the brown to show up in this classical arena of ballet?
2: Uh you know ballet started in Louis the court.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Uh so it was very it was for the elite.
1: It was for the elite.
2: It still is. Wow. I, as an wow. African-American man with a classical ballet school, I don't get funding like a white school with. They really? get money for diversity and inclusion. I mm. don't.
1: <laughs> Even <laughs> I though am, you're uh, diversity, you've you've got oh, diversity.
2: To the to the moon and back, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? So this is the thinking of some of your foundations. Okay. a lot of your corporations. Mm. All that Mm -hmm. has to change. The thing that Hamilton and all these musicals today are so vibrant and important. They're relevant with people. They're relevant with kids. They're relevant with the world now. Mm. Mm. The opera, people are dying out. The the old folks are dying out going to see the opera. It's the whole new generation now that's going to see the opera. Misty Copeland came along and does wonderful things for Mm. black ballerinas. There are a lot of other black ballerinas out there making Mm. a difference where they are. Whether they're in Europe or here in America, yeah, name for themselves and people are beginning to recognize that. And wow. there are lots of smart, smart, smart white directors out there. Oh, dancers for their ability.
1: Okay, okay. Not the color,
2: the skin, the right. and the and what they can do as a technical person.
1: Mm. So, so
2: that that is happening, and that's a wonderful thing.
1: Yeah, but it's
2: still the final frontier. Wow, wow. I would love them. Sadly for me, the hip mm-hmm. ballerinas come in here on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we rehearse from four to seven thirty, eight o'clock. Yeah, I can't afford to pay them to do every day. When oh. they get close to show time, we bring them in and run the show. But I can't. We don't have the money to pay them like people at the Joffrey Ballet.
1: Oh my goodness! You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yeah,
2: yes. Yeah, they're there every day from nine to four, and they get what 15, 1800 bucks a week or every two weeks. I can't afford to do that with my hip ballerinas. Yet, when we go out on stage, we're knocking people dead.
3: Mm, mm,
2: I wow. rehearse two times a week for several hours a day, you know what I'm saying? Twice a week. So it's, wow. it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Wow. And then these folks have to go out and they have other jobs.
1: Oh, my. They have to have
2: other jobs to survive. Yeah. So, wow. you know. it's, yeah, it's
1: It's amazing. It's amazing. That that's just so you know heart wrenching because still, and you look at different areas of life, not only just politics and things going on. There's that racism that's still there, yes. even yes. in the funding yes. area, even in the funding mm-hmm. area of the arts. And Absolutely. and we think we've come a long yeah. way, but at the same time, it's not an equal playing no, field. So. It's not yeah. an equal level playing field, and that's what's said. Can you be too heavy to be on point because you have see you have some dancers that are just that are just more shapely, and I'm no, th- you thinking said. that you have to have skinny little dancers, but some not of them all. are shapely. No. Okay, I
2: think the days of the bony ballerina and that was a white thing, uh, a far gone. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Arthur Mitchell at Dance Theater Harlem, the girls came in all shapes and sizes.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Arthur Mitchell had the ability and the gift, and and I mm-hmm. think I got part of that. Yeah. To put the technique on the person's body,
1: no matter the shape
2: or size. And this is what I do here. Mm, So mm, People mm. need to remember that you're balancing on your skeletal system and your muscular system is taking your place. Whether you're off center or on the back. So you learn the process of movement.
1: Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. And you're
1: injury free. Wow, wow, and that's what's so beautiful about it, because if you are a little bit more thicker, so to speak, you could still do ballet absolutely, and
3: absolutely.
1: it's and it's a beautiful thing to to oh, yes, to see yes. it. you know, I think it was Lizzo that did something with I'd the love ballet to put on
2: point I would love to have her come here <laughs> and train with me. you know, lady Gaga came in and trained with me for a while. yeah, let's talk I have about I've that. girls awesome. for nine years here thing is that this has been a wonderful place, but that mm. yes, we don't get the recognition that everybody else because we're the little guy on the block, you know. Just wow. Like big, you know, and wow. then we're, we're in a basement right now.
1: Okay. We've been okay. in the
2: basement of the Dearborn Street Station for the past 32 years.
1: Oh, okay.
2: All okay. this beautiful success has coming out of the basement. We're mm. not up on the street level where you can look up, like right. you see the Valley Schools and say, wow, what's, it'd be wonderful to see these kids of color wow. street leveling up and say, wow, what's going
1: on up there? I think it's coming though. I think it's coming because it's, it's what has been happening underground, we'll say, is rising to the top. You're like cream. You're rising to the top. You're like dough. You're rising like dough now. So it's a, it's going to be another day and another time. You know, how do you decide which dances to learn? Because you have all this blend and all this mix. It's like a smorgasbord. How do you decide which dance to learn? Because like you said, you're relevant. But it's so much out there, you know. You it's know, so much know. out there. Now, say that again. Which dancers to give parts to? That's what you mean. Yeah. Well, how how do you decide which dancers to learn? Because you got Beyonce, you've got you've got ballet, you've got all of this. Irrelevant,
2: and you do some Beyonce, you do some you do some Bach, you do some uh, black violin. The guys that play okay. the, the two black bro- brothers, yeah. That you know, you're just, you're just oh, okay, you just you just mix it
1: up. Okay, you make it entertaining. You put a little mm.
2: Aretha in there you know what I'm mm. it's, oh yeah that's put a little
1: respect it. on it put a little <laughs> respect on
2: it <laughs> you put a little bit of everything you know but you make you, may, you just look at the show from a to, to z
1: okay okay from a so to you z So
2: start out and then you get you bring the energy up and that and you, you you always leave them wanting more mm.
1: wow wow that that is really amazing that is really amazing now how do you motivate the students on the days they come in they just don't have their head together and it's like you know you can't stop as they go How do you motivate them because I know there's a focus and sometimes you know it's just a lot going on they get in their head you know what I'm saying with with you know distracting what I'm
2: <laughs> because sometimes these kids walk in here and hey how you doing they have to say great
1: Oh right. okay everybody okay.
2: that comes into the school and I say how you doing they have to say great
1: OK, OK, they say, good. I say, how you doing? They say, good. I say, how are you doing?
2: Good. And, th- and then they realize, oh, so, but great. You know, and then sometimes they come and they don't feel good. I said, so you have a choice. You start feeling better mm. because you're not feeling good is going to affect everybody else. You wow. can sit down and watch and take notes or you can go home. Mm, mm, mm. I'll take class, Mr. Homer. Wow. So
1: you start wow. feeling better.
2: You know what I'm saying? So it's, yes. it's what we imprint in their minds.
1: Okay. Okay. That, I okay. mean, if you
2: have a headache, it's one thing. If you, you have mm-hmm. a stomach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. sometimes they just come in. And, and this is the place mm. where you have to leave your troubles on the dance floor. Oh. I don't care what kind of problems you come in with. Mm. We have mm. some kids parents of divorce, whatever. Wow. And you, and you dance your butt off. You put mm. that energy into your body. You're mad at mm-hmm. your dad? Dance it out. You're mad at your mom? Dance it out. Wow. Like I did the girl this morning. She came in pouting. Mm-hmm. I was, What's the matter? My mama. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i my mom for going off. And I like, well, so how old are you? 12? Well, you, you, you're going to be with your mama for how much long? Until you start paying rent and get a job, she is your mama. She yeah. gonna be your mama. You explain to explain to them. You know? So you teach yeah. them life lessons through mm. the discipline of dance. Mm. It's as simple as that.
1: Wow, wow. And I, I
2: maintain all the time. We turn out some incredible dancers, but you know what, from A to Z, we turn out incredible human beings.
1: Wow. That's yes. the key. That is the key right there. That's and the incredible human beings that makes good citizens. And that's what Absolutely. this is all about. Exactly. That's Absolutely. important. You know, let's talk a little bit about some of the programs at the Multicultural Center, because I know that we talked about the boys dancing. You have hit intensive classes with the hip play. You have summer programs. And right summer now. Summer is going on
2: right now. Oh, okay Those kids are in the four studios right now. They start at nine this morning and they're going to go to the fourth. 15 today. Wow. Every day from 9 to 4.15. Now they're just doing different
1: types of dances. Yes. An
2: hour of floor alignment, Mm. body alignment, floor bar, we call it.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, An hour and a half of ballet technique. If they have point shoes, they go on point then, or they go to jazz, or they Mm. go to hip hop, or they go Mm. to Latin, you know, Mm. and they go to Mm -hmm. contemporary or they go to modern. uh, That's why it's the Multicultural Dance Center. Oh. Oh. And there's tap. They're learning a lot.
1: <laughs> wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. Now, let me ask you a question: How long do you see yourself just doing this? I mean, is there a point where you said, hey, "Okay, now I'm going to stop," or is it just until I I used everything up? There's a puff of powder over there that Homer left. That's all he left. <laughs> That's
2: it. That is it. No, no, no. I feel I feel great. Okay. I, when I was a kid in St. Thomas, I wanted to lift to be 120.
1: Wow, wow. Back then,
2: I wanted Back to lift to. And, and now, now I'm surprised because my grandfather lived to be 99. Mm. My great grandmother lived to be 105. You know, it's just, wow. yeah. So I mean,
1: longevity it has like its place.
3: <laughs> and, and, and
2: plus, I have other things I'm working on Oh, right now in my mind. I'm working on a, an, an adult nutcracker. Woo. Okay. I'm, I have two children's books coming out, the mm-hmm. rap on girls in ballet and the rap on boys in ballet, all mm-hmm. in rap cadence. Those mm. are being illustrated now. You mm. know? So I'm, 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 I'm working. I'm wow. Working about things. I wow. really like a TV show called Life at the Ballet. Let's do it. Take this African-American black kid experience and see how they're changed through the discipline of dance. You can wow. go to their home life sometimes, but they always come back here and see the difference. There see you the go. Difference. See <laughs> what, what the diff- discipline of dance does to children, you know?
1: And that's called the life of a ballet dancer. At the ballet, life at oh, the life ballet. Oh, life at the ballet. Okay. I need to find a
2: producer and a life at the ballet.
1: Wow. Well, you found some. <laughs> you found some. That's awesome. That is really awesome. And it and it's and it's changing because you're going to have drama. You have comedy. You have a lot exactly. going on in that, and and it'll help people to see the other side, especially like maybe an inner city kid or someone that just didn't know their direction. They find yes. their purpose, their life purpose. Exactly, exactly. And, and they're able to excel and be able to do something that nobody thought they could do because somebody Absolutely. believed in them. And that's the key. Absolutely. That's the key.
2: And folks need to see these kids of color coming out of their TV in their living room every night. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Doing wow. classical ballet. Mm, mm, mm. You see, that focus and that concentration, that sweat, that trying to get to the next level using the space between the ears and wow. learning the discipline.
1: Wow, wow, you know? which is which is key, which is really, really important. That That's really, really important. And I think that will help because especially boys, they think, well, I'm only going to be good at sports. And if I'm not good at sports, right. then maybe I'll try music or, or, or singing right. or something. Mm-hmm. And there's some kids that just... You know, they want to try something like this, but they're afraid of the criticism. Yes. There's nobody in their family done it. They don't see a lot of African-American men doing this enough right. of them to exactly. feel comfortable okay. in their skin. But what you do is you push past, like I said, the barriers. You help them to realize that, yes, I can. They can't even come in with a bad attitude. You know, okay. <laughs> they gotta be able to say, today is a great day, you know what I'm saying? And yes. and that, that mentality that that you have that you you're not only working on the physical, but you're working on the mental. Right. And I exactly. think that's really exactly. important right. for our generation of of uh you know br- black and brown people because we have not had these role models pushing the mental as much as they're pushing the physical as far as in sports and in different yeah. areas. Yes, yes, but yes, when yes, you yes. talk about the mental, there's a war going on. You know what I'm saying? There's a yeah, there's there's a war. Absolutely. And so when yeah. you can say, hey, you know what? it's it's a, it's a, you don't have to have stinking thinking you can't have stinking thinking right, and be right, in this place right, right. you know get it together you know uh-huh. you know shape up or ship out and so they don't have any choice but to just confine to the that way of thinking mm-hmm. even if they're not getting it at home when they come into the multi, multicultural dance center they got to know that hey this is the real deal deal yes. i'm here to to win i'm here to give it my all you help them to play full court you don't let them just say okay you can sit out you uh-huh. you you're turning out michael michael jordans of yes. this thing yes. you know what i'm saying it's all about positivity
2: here you
3: know wow yes. which is
1: so important let me just talk a little bit about uh some uh, some friends of yours that we let a lot of people know is a former president of the united states talk about that experience because Um, Everybody does not get a chance to to uh, work with children of of that status and of that level, especially African-Americans. I mean, I know there's a lot of teachers and trainers out there, but talk about the gentleman, Mr. Barack Obama and his wife.
2: First of all, Mrs. Obama brought uh, Malia. Yes. The older one, when she was three or four, Sasha wasn't even born then. Mm. And Malia was in class, and Miss Obama would take the trampoline rebounding. Uh, yeah, an adult class on Saturday morning. They jump, adults jump on the trampoline while their kids are in another studio. And she would take <laughs> that class, and then she got wow. pregnant with Sasha. Yes. Then, when Sasha was three, she started coming, you know, oh, my- crawling around. It was great. And Mr. Obama would come and, and watch and leave, you know what I'm saying? Then he yes. became a senator, then he started coming to see the performances. Wow. Uh, and it was cool. But then he yeah. ran for president and he won. And then the kids started coming with all these guys in suits. <laughs> secret service was always in the house. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was quite amazing too, because uh, secret service had to take my phone number. <laughs> oh my,
1: oh, my. You know, oh so my.
2: They would call me on my cell when, whenever the president was coming in or the president-elect. It was cool. But yeah. uh, in 2009, I uh, there was a cultural exchange.
1: Yes, yes. It
2: was dance, uh, dance series with Judy Jameson. Uh-huh. And Obama called and I said, bring some kids to the White House. So I said, five oh. girls, you know, they get to dance and perform. And uh, I'm sitting there one day in, in one of the, the uh, theater parts. And
1: someone yeah.
2: came and said, Mr. Brunt, come with us, please. And I'm like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> so we laughed it off. They let me down the hallway. And and the door opened. It was Mrs. Obama and the girls. And, and, Mrs. and oh. this is Obama's mom. Oh, surprise. Oh, and, uh, I, there's a picture here, a big picture that she sent like a month after. Cause she yeah. took some photos, you know, but yeah. she was always so sweet. I remember particularly taking the picture and I was a wreck. I was like, <laughs> she put her hand on my shoulder. She says, Homer, take a deep breath. I'm the same person. I just mm-hmm. live in a different house.
3: Wow. And nobody went,
2: <laughs> 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 but because of Mr. Obama and, uh, the Russian president at the time, Metinyev, yes. I went to Russia. Oh. I went my. to Russia with Arthur Mitchell. Oh, and I got my. to teach at the Bolshoi mm. for a week. Mm. And then in Leningrad at the Kira for a week. Wow. And wow. we were treated like royalty at the time because it was wow. this cultural exchange, you know? Yes, yes. President Obama and uh, President Metinyev at the time. Wow. So wow. Obama it was very, very cool. Wow. So, what an experience. What an experience. Wow! Yeah, okay, our president and the first lady, and you
1: know. <laughs> and the children and the children, and and, the and the that's children. pretty cool. And that's just a bonus because that just says that you know you've been doing what you've been doing for all these years, and other people besides the Smithsonian Institute recognize other great leaders and people recognize other countries uh, and things like that recognize your creativity. They recognize your uniqueness, and I love the fact that um, you, you're doing this at the cellular level. You're not even trying to play yes. around here. You're, you're, you're doing this at this, the sales are even excited and, and doing what they need to do you know you know. Um, before we did we're just about out of time you know but I want to know how can our listeners get in contact with you to find out more about the multicultural dance center the classes that you have going on through the summer something that's coming up in the fall possibly that people can attend purchase tickets and donors out there you guys out there yes. that have some money donors. we want you we, to give
2: donors we in need of donors we're need of scholarship I'm in need of pulling these kids off the street. www.cmdcschool.org. cmdcschool.org. You know, we're going to be at Millennium Park on August 27 too. Oh, well. okay. okay. So, yes, yes. That opened uh, Chicago's. This is the year of Chicago dance. So, yes. You're going to be yes. there. Yes, please. And you can yes. go to my website, uh, over my Instagram, Homer H. Bryant on Instagram, Homer H. Mm-hmm. Bryant. Or you can go to a Hit Play Ballerina on Instagram. You'll see all the amazing stuff that we do. It's wow. all about the children. It's all about the future. The children are the future.
1: Wow! So let's Get wow. them
2: in off the street. Wow! Let's help, please help me make better human beings.
1: Yes. Yes. Through and the that's the
2: discipline of dance.
1: Wow. And that's what he's doing. He is managing his miracles, all these miracles that he is creating. I told you all, he's a flame of ambition. I told you I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. He is a flame of ambition. extraordinary achievements that he has accomplished. Um, many people have enjoyed the shows over the years and all the different places. He is definitely one of our cultural icons that you need to know. Mr. Homer Hans Bryant. Um, please donate. Look up this information on his website that he gave so that you can be able to donate. Support this organization. This is one for the records. This is this is once you do this and experience this type of art and this type of dance, you'll never be the same again. You won't even look at dance the same again, because he's doing something that has not been done before and is being recognized around the world. So we just really love what you're doing. Uh, just Uh We're just a fan. We want to have you guys to check him out at the Multicultural Dance Center in Chicago, Illinois. Chicago has got it going on. If you can do anything, if you can make it in Chicago, you can make it anywhere, as they say. Right, right, right. And we he's say making the fun in- is
2: in the discipline and the discipline is in the fun.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, friends, we want to thank you for listening. Um, If you did not hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website. And for updates, more information on the Multicultural Dance Center will be there. You can get information there as well. And please visit our website. Leave a comment at www.roadtoeternity.net. And I want you to remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts the way that Mr. Brian is to impact the world. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.